and welcome to the Ladies of the Chains podcast. I am Becca Kephart. Thank you so much for joining us for what will probably be our last feature interview of the off season, because uh, the off season is kind of coming to a close rather quickly here. We'll be back uh, with new episodes on March 4th, and this season we're planning on alternating uh, weeks where we'll have our discussion podcast, and the following week we'll have these uh, feature interviews, which I'm really, really excited about. I'm really excited for the season coming up here, too. We've got the wintertime open uh, this weekend, and there's eight FPO players signed up for that. And then the weekend after that, we're off to the races with the first NT of the year, uh, the Las Vegas Challenge. And I'm really excited because that the Las Vegas Challenge not only is FPO one going to be filmed by Jomez, but uh, Terry, the disc golf guy, will be out there filming the FPO chase card as well. So that's very exciting. And then the week after the memorial will be the first uh, disc golf pro tour stop and. This year, they're going to be doing FPO1 Live, which is awesome, and there'll be uh, post-produced coverage as well. So we are just going to have, I think, a wealth of media this year. There's so much popping up, which is really exciting, and uh, no shortage of coverage of the women, I think, um, which is is cool to see how far we've come, and I I can't wait to watch some disc golf, and (laughs) I can't wait for some warmer weather, too. Anyway... A couple housekeeping things, uh, getting things set up this week to uh, start offering some really cool um, sponsorship level kickbacks for our Patreon supporters. So be on the lookout for that. I should have that all set up here in the next few weeks. Have some cool things in the works I'm really excited about. Uh, Definitely going to be doing some more giveaways on Facebook as well. Some unique stuff. So yeah, tell your friends. Let's get that up to a thousand likes and then that will trigger the next uh, special giveaway that um, I'm yeah really excited about. And uh, also, if you are interested in promoting anything on the podcast, please reach out to me. I try to share as much as I can on Facebook, but I just don't catch everything uh, because I'm not on Facebook constantly, though. Admittedly, I'm probably on it more than I should be, but anyway. Um, So if you have anything that you would like to promote on the podcast this year, please reach out to me at ladiesofthechains at gmail.com or Facebook or Instagram. And yeah, we can get that going for you. And there are spots still open in our local all-women's tournament here happening on May 11th. It's the fifth year. It's going to be really exciting. I'm so excited for this. It'll be my third year playing the uh, Diva Spring Fever. So look for that on Facebook, on Disc Golf Scene. If you're interested in sponsoring that tournament, uh, reach out to the podcast uh, or go to the Diva Spring Fever Facebook page or Instagram and we can get you all set up. So without further ado, very excited to share with you my conversation with Lisa Fakus right after this break. Looking for the perfect disc golf disc to take your game to the next level? Ladies First Disc Golf makes the disc selection process easy with an inventory of women's friendly discs. Ladies First Disc Golf wants to make sure you are looking and feeling great on the course. Jazz up your disc golf wardrobe with a large selection of apparel items for women disc golfers chosen and designed by women's disc golfers. At Ladies First Disc Golf, the ladies always come first. Visit ladiesfirstdiscgolf.com for all of your women's disc golf, disc, apparel, and accessories. Lisa Fakus, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with me. You bet. 
Uh, so how is your off season going? It's going great. Yeah, it's definitely um, it's over now, and right? I, I had a super good I had a super great off season. I really enjoyed being home and relaxing and getting to take time away from throwing a little bit and. I was able to do things, um, a lot of good things on over the off season. So yeah, yeah, it's a really good time for me. And one of those things I've seen on social media is you got a van and built it out, um, like a lot of players are doing this off season. So can you tell us a little right. bit about your new uh, van and your 2019 touring plans? Definitely, yeah. There's a big van movement over this off right. season, <laughs> and I was a part of that. I've been wanting to get a van for you know a while now and it's finally a good time a good opportunity and yeah I was able to find a really nice van and um you know kind of lucky for me my dad's really handy with uh woodwork and um we worked really hard on the van and it came out really great so it's just so so beautiful (laughs) it's like it's so nice to have a little it's like a little house on wheels so Mm -hmm. it's just really a blessing so very cool. And um, you, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to take it on tour. I love driving in it. It's just so fun. <laughs> awesome. And do you have a nickname yeah. for your van? Oh, you know what? I was going to do like a like a social media contest nice. or something. I, <laughs> I <love it>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty bad at coming up with my own nicknames <laughs> and like um, stuff like that. So I was going to do like a contest. I've just been like dragging my feet a little bit. But <laughs> nice. um, I think that would be like a fun thing to do. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep an yeah. eye out for that. That sounds like a lot of cool. fun. Don't yeah, I'll do like a little giveaway kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I think go. that would be really fun. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. Let's go back to the beginning. How did you first get your start in disc golf? Sure. Wow. Way back when, <laughs> 2005, mm-hmm. um, I remember seeing a pile of discs in a friend's room and just thinking, wow, that's cool. Like, what are those things? And like, so just me and a, uh, a couple friends ended up going to play disc golf. I just went, you know, was introduced to disc golf through someone who knew what it was. And uh, we went and played and just completely loved it mm-hmm. um, and just started, you know, playing a lot, got my own discs and just kind of caught the bug from the beginning then. Like I was 19, just mm-hmm. out of high school. And um, so, yeah, just me and my friends, we would go play all the time and um yeah, I just completely loved it and always wanted to play. <laughs> yeah. So you're from Texas, right? So I assume you, you got started there in Texas. Exactly. Yeah. Round Rock uh, area. Yeah. Central Texas. Awesome. So can you talk a little, little yeah. bit about the Central Texas disc golf scene? Obviously, Texas is a huge, huge state with a whole lot of disc golf going on. Yeah, dude, I'm so lucky to um, just have a awesome, like, slew of like courses in that area amazing like um disc golf clubs in the area too that are so like welcoming as me like being a new player back then I remember like just so open to like a round rock disc golf club and like Waterloo disc golf club and there's so many awesome disc golf clubs in Austin and and uh, round rock and uh the community was cool just getting to know people throughout the years and seeing them all the time at uh, different events and things like that. But yeah, it's really kind of a blessing now that I've seen so many courses around and it just, I really, really enjoyed the courses back home a lot. So many good, um, variety of courses and, um, a lot of great players too. So really cool area. 
yeah, this time of year, I'm really jealous of Texas disc golf. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm guessing there's not, you know, ice on the ground. and Yeah, and people are like, and... well, this winter never ends. <laughs> you know the best like time in texas almost i mean it just gets so hot in right the summer, so, right so, totally yeah. so at what point right. did you decide to go pro and how did you make that decision yeah okay well <laughs> from the beginning like i've just always been really competitive and i guess I've, i didn't even really know about professional or like competitive disc golf until like um like almost a year later from when mm. i started playing but when I started, maybe like more like six months into it, because we kind of like looked it up and stuff like that. But sure. and we're like, whoa, cool. What is this? You know, and um, just yeah, just kind of having that like <laughs> um, competitive nature yeah. about me. Yeah. So um, and just feeling like, oh, like if I practice, I can get better. And like, I'm just always trying to improve and stuff mm. like that. So awesome. um, and me, me being competitive, I wanted to compete at the top level. Yeah. So that's just that's just naturally my very first tournament. I wanted to play pro, but of course I was like super am. (laughs) And (laughs) so of course I played like intermediate because, um, that was where I should be playing. Um, and, but just from the jump, I always wanted to play pro. Yeah. Did you play any other sports before disc golf? Yeah, I grew up playing, um, kind of like team sports. I played a lot of soccer and basketball throughout my younger days like in grade school and things like that and some volleyball just those are the kind of the main three sports I played so at this point this is kind of a tough question but do you have a favorite disc golf career moment oh wow yeah that's a great question I mean I mean one that really sticks out is um just this past year and it was um winning a, a mixed world doubles championship with Matt Bell like that was just like such a amazing title to achieve and we've I just wow I just it's almost surreal and then so many Texas uh friends disc golfers there to like support me and like lift me up right then in that moment so that was a cool uh memory right there and just I remember just being so happy and just kind of like almost shocked that we did it because uh there's so many good players out there and I was just like you know uh, me and Matt felt like we kind of let it go halfway through the mm. final round, and he even said, "Oh, th- we lost it." So we were really down a little bit. So to f- to find out that we were not out of it and we were actually winning, it was like a big turnaround moment, yeah. and um, it felt really good to um, <laughs> to get that title. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Yeah. So being that you've been around disc golf for a while, what what kind of have you seen change over the years? Um, definitely just seeing the sport, the growth mm-hmm. in the sport. Um, I would say social media has propelled the sure. sport into um, high ranks because back in the day, there were like uh, an X amount of videos on YouTube and now there's times a thousand right. because it's, <laughs> completely different nowadays yeah. so that's that's a big difference and just the um the connectivity mm-hmm. of that um it's reaching new new people there's more women playing which is right. great there's more men there's more new players coming and there's like a new generation yeah, totally. um that's so that's kind of like the cool like growth that we're seeing that is just really organic and natural and um it's awesome and um yeah, we're seeing more, um, I guess, you know, tournament structure and, and kind of some more like 
uh, just bottom guidelines and, and quality on tournaments and things like that. Just mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of dedication from people like you, different businesses, uh, people who love disc golf. Yeah. So it's really cool to see that kind of explode and uh, catch on like really all over the world too. Yeah, definitely. So when you were kind of first coming up as a pro, were there any particular professional disc golfers that you looked up to? Oh yeah, definitely. A lot of them. Um, <laughs> I looked up to a lot of disc golfers. I was a fan of a lot of like touring pros. Yeah. Um, probably all of them, <laughs> but, if, but in particular, you know, don't you, you just like love them, but like yeah. in particular, like, I guess like being from Texas, I really looked up to Paige Pierce and Des yeah, Redding, of course, I mean. like those are my girls and like just, um, they're the way they, um, carry themselves mm-hmm. on and off the course. And like, I just always looked up to those two players and like, oh, so many players, you can name anyone. And it's just like, right. yeah. Uh, so do you have any particular hopes and dreams for disc golf in the future? What would you like to see kind of be the next thing for the sport? Just want to, um, keep having opportunities to give back mm-hmm. like there have been um uh, that's a great question that i <laughs> needed I like ponder <laughs> i guess a little <laughs> right? bit that's really awesome um yeah give me a, a few hours on that <laughs> one but like um now i don't know like i just i want to see like uh, kind of just continuation of uh what's happening basically yeah. and just there's so much good things in disc golf and disc golf is um able to raise money and give back and and do great things and get people out and um disc golf is helping people live better lives in certain certain ways um whether you know just being outside and being with your family or or friends and um healthy you know having a healthy life and things like that so disc golf can have bring a lot of good things in that way and just um i would like to um it's just cool to see how much disc golf is being implemented as well in the school systems and curriculum for the kids and for the next generations to come it's becoming more more of a um you know one of a mainstream sports not quite as mainstream as like a basketball or something like that but it's just um more known across the board and as not like a bad thing but as like a positive thing yeah definitely so Last year, you were quite the road warrior. It kind of seemed like you were playing pretty much every weekend. I think you played something like 32 events last year. So oh, you... yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> a road warrior. <laughs> last, week, uh, last year was crazy. Yeah, right? so busy. So can you talk a little bit about being on the road, what that's like playing every weekend, yeah. just the lifestyle, yeah? Yeah, man, it's so fun and just so busy and just it's just the atmosphere, you know, being at tournaments is kind of electric. I was, last year I wanted to play as much as I could and I did, but, um, I just like, I'm doing it different this year a little bit as far as like my scheduling goes, but like, I just really enjoyed the atmosphere at the tournaments and, um, yeah, just, it's fun and, mm-hmm. um, having the opportunity, it's just, it's a fast paced kind of, um, life to, yeah. um, always be on the move a little bit and, but you love it and you're around your friends all the time and you're, um, yeah, you're having good times and playing a lot of disc golf and meeting new people, which is really amazing. Um, getting to see different areas of the country is just like a real treat that, um, I enjoy seeing new courses and things like that. So, um, traveling has become something that you really like look forward to now. And, um, for me, 
So it's really exciting. But this year I'm doing it a bit different as far as um, I'm, I'm playing a lot of tournaments mm-hmm. still, but I, I had an idea to schedule three tournaments and then take a week off. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what I'm doing as far as um, like the overall pattern of my yeah. schedule. Like I'll play three tournaments and then I'll give myself an off week. And then I'll play three tournaments and give myself an off week. Um, so that's kind of my general pattern to kind of give myself that third or that fourth week to, you know, relax and, um, yeah, just kind of recuperate a little bit and get ready, like get excited for the next yeah. slew of tournaments and everything. So. Excellent. And so, practice and all that, you know, just to have more right. time to like enjoy the um, people and places around me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So I believe you're in California right now getting ready for the wintertime open. Is that true? It's almost true. I'm in Las Vegas currently. Okay. Oh, I am. Okay. I, I'm about to um, just do a quick round of, on the golf cart and like do. Sure. I'm, I'm practicing out here in Las Vegas. I stopped. Right. I did a pit stop in Las Vegas, and because this is a big NT next mm-hmm. weekend, the following weekend after the um, winter time, this coming up weekend. Um, so I wanted to come out here and just refresh my mind on yeah. these courses. And then uh, I have a four-hour drive later today. Um, I break it up, but four hours to get to L.A. Um, and then I'll be there the rest of the week practicing and visiting yeah. uh, with Innova and getting ready for that tournament and super excited about the wintertime open. Yeah, yeah. awesome. So love, you, love that. Yeah. So can you talk a little yeah. bit about your approach to preparing for these tournaments in terms of how many times do you practice the courses? Do you do, you know, any note-taking, any planning? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my note-taking might be mental or I might write yeah. it down on paper, but yeah, I'm definitely taking notes uh, when I'm practicing. Um, and I am trying to practice the course a couple times, maybe more. Um, prior to playing in the tournament, uh, I want to know what disc I want to throw before, you know, I get to the hole almost, you know, I want to, you know, basically I want to know what I'm going to throw on every shot. I kind of want to dial it in and I figure I can really, if I can put my foot down and and execute my shots, then, you know, that's, that's where I want to be at. You know, that's my focus out there. Um, that's really important for me to study the course and, um, make sure I'm picking the right disc and executing my shot. So that's kind of, kind of what's going to try to hopefully separate me in tournaments. Yeah. You're kind of known as one of the best putters on tour and for good reason. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So did you, <laughs> Thank you. Did you focus on developing your putting game specifically or was that something just that just always came naturally to you? Um, I think I did kind of focus in and, and key in on putting. Mm-hmm. I, remember spending a lot of hours uh, in the backyard uh, it's just something I enjoyed doing yeah. and I would break it up into sessions of course not I wouldn't do like hours at a time but I would just be putting in my backyard a lot and just working on that part of my game um I just putting is I was like it's easier to do because you just have to walk to the basket right. you know right. and and it's like why why not putt and oh well my mindset too uh Becca is that uh, I'm not really as strong as strong on the driving side, mm-hmm. even though, you know, I want to be in everything. I just know that uh, my mindset too is super competitive. Like, you know, I yeah. compare myself to like the best and like, ha- like, so if you're comparing yourself to like men who are like way more, you know, stronger than women, mm-hmm. like they can out throw me. So 
I have to output them mm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. Does that makes sense. So like, Absolutely. that's the only way I can keep up is I have to win on the putting green. Mm. Um, so that was my mentality from back in the day. And I was just like, I have to be the best. And so like, I just really wanted to um, have a lot of control on my putt. And I've always been real like into putting and, I think it spilled over from basketball. I really enjoyed yeah. basketball. Kind of reminds me of shooting and right. things like that. Just targets and so just really enjoyed it. It's something that now it's kind of like um, therapeutic almost. Yeah. It's like really enjoyable. So because I've heard the opposite from different friends, they're like, "I hate putting," right. <laughs> or like putting practice is so boring. And I'm like, "Well, yeah, yeah. you know, because sometimes you just feel like you're messing and you know you're not." getting anywhere you you know but you, if you stick with it and you know then you actually see a lot of yeah. um improvement Absolutely. and things like that so yeah. yeah it's just something I've always um yeah taken a lot of liking to yeah that's really great yeah bas- basketball was actually my kind of first sport and first love when I was a kid and I just finally cool. got a basket in my backyard and I'm so excited nice. and I'm like you know running out there whenever I have a few minutes and it's funny because I do kind of feel like I'm 12 years old all over again you know when I had a basketball hoop yeah. in my backyard like it's very much that yeah. that same thing and there's just uh there's kind of a lot of joy in it that oh man I can like go play disc golf anytime I want it's just right there yeah <laughs> so I love good. it so let's talk a little bit about Innova uh you're on their star team which is really really awesome and yeah if you could just talk Thank a little you. bit about your relationship with them and their discs and uh yeah being on that star team sure. this year of course uh Innova is amazing uh we have a great relationship I I love you know having them as my sponsor I've always thrown Innova um from the beginning it's just been a fan of Innova so I'm just super thankful almost surreal being on the star team I love I just I'm just so thankful for like uh, making it there Mm -hmm. and and having a good relationship with Innova we have a really awesome relationship and that's something I'm I'm proud of Mm -hmm. they they do so much for me um they give me so much and they really ask for so little and it's just we have a really good <laughs> understanding of that and uh yeah and their discs are fantastic mm-hmm. um i i'm actually going there tomorrow morning to um get some more frisbees nice, <laughs> nice. and i'm really excited to just you know be at the warehouse and stuff like that and you know see everyone up there yeah I, it's actually crazy it's going on four years now within of us so it's been an amazing ride and um I'm just happy that we've had such a, a good relationship. Yeah, it's been it's been really nice. Awesome. Let's say you're going to build a bag for a new or newish woman player. What five mm-hmm. discs would you put in that bag? Okay. Yeah. Well, I would definitely. I first of all, I I would want to give her like a a, a a woman player. You said right? Yeah. Okay. So maybe like. Why not like give her like a Nova and like an like a AVR, just mm-hmm. a couple putters to play with because those are you know good for beginners. You can kind of feel out the putters, and I really like the idea of uh, also giving like a new player like flippy like lightweight discs yep. um, to kind of kind of learn with. Um, so maybe like maybe like a flippy like kind of a DX or whatever like Stingray. Yeah. 
I really like like just a medium weight stingray. And then I for something a little bit even faster, maybe like a I was going to say like a Valkyrie, mm-hmm. I think, because I think that's a really good disc for beginners as well. Maybe like in the lighter weights, like a, like a 150 class. Yeah. Um, I I think experimenting with that with that is a pretty good idea. And um, yeah, if I was going to go with one more, I would pick a Leopard because nice. I think yeah. that's a really good beginner-friendly disc. And it's a little bit faster than a Stingray, but a little bit slower than a Valkyrie. And... It's kind of a lot for a beginner, but I think those are really, really great starter discs oh, yeah. that you can um, play with. And and another really good thing is, yeah, just throwing your putters and, and getting to learn that and, and, and then, like, expanding there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always a good tip, um, just learning the flight and control. Um, but, yeah, I think those are really awesome beginner-friendly discs that I would suggest for, for newbies. Yeah, I like it. And I guess what yes. uh, what putter do you putt with? That's actually something I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, I've been putting with my KC Pro AVR nice. for okay. a while now. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's kind of my go-to putter. I'm experimenting with some new putters this year. I I also like if it gets really windy outside, like it is in Vegas a lot right. here. <laughs> um, I'm using a P2, which is a yeah. P-line P2, and it's like a nice. It's got a little bit of more stability. Um, that handles um, a little bit more wind than the KC Pro. So I feel more comfortable when it's like high wind situations. Yeah. Um, so those are kind of my main putters right now. I'm also throwing in a, a P1X play. I'm just like starting to throw that a little bit and mm-hmm. just kind of experimenting with that. And that's going to be, I, I learned the other day, uh, there has to be no wind for that putter <laughs> <laughs> because it is like dead straight. Yeah. So there's no turn or fade. So it just, if there's wind, it kind of messes it up, and I, I really am eager to practice in with that putter in no wind conditions. Yeah. The uh, it's actually a D line P1X, so that's something that I might be adding into my bag this year. Wonderful, and yeah. yeah. So, do you have any specific goals for the 2019 season? Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's a great question, Becca. Um, specific goals. I should have some specific goals, but right now I'm like focused on. Um, just doing my best in each tournament yeah. and I definitely um I want I'm trying to um give back whenever I can and yeah. uh, things like that and and yeah so that's kind of like where I'm at right now as far as goals I, I you know I'm trying to win the tournament so that's definitely a big goal of mine and that's a big mindset is like mm-hmm. just it's hard to do of course and like these these girls are so good you know everyone is really um amazing at disc golf and uh, so it takes a lot of focus, and that's that's where my focus is. A little, uh, you know, I want to say um, you have to really go and want want it. So yeah. I'm focused on that side, but I'm also focused on um, doing other things outside of the competition side. I don't I don't know if I have those as defined goals. Sure. So I, maybe I should define some better goals. But <laughs> I definitely am trying to just you know do. Um, uh, as much as I can out here, but, you know, also not uh, overwork myself yeah. <laughs> too yeah, much. But... Yeah, and I believe we'll be hearing you and Madison again on uh, some Jomez commentary, yeah? Definitely, yeah. yeah. That's coming up for sure. They're going to be covering FPO at different tournaments this yeah. year, so I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, is there any yeah. particular tournament that you're looking forward to above any of the others? Just Santa Cruz, just sticks out i don't know sure. why i just love that course yeah. i 
I love the area and I I'm just excited to get out to to that area. But there's so many course. I mean, there's so many tournaments that stick out. Like luckily, um, all of them are just really ex- exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is like I just really love Maple Hill. That's yeah. like. I just love that course. Yeah. It's just a treat to be there. <laughs> I just, yeah. So, I mean, those are just like two of the um, premier courses that are just such a blast to play. Yeah. But beyond that, it's just, I'm really excited to go to North Carolina this year. I've never been, I'm playing the Carolina class, like oh, cool. right after U.S. Women's. Yeah. U.S. Women's is in Spotsylvania yes. this year. I mean, that's amazing. Yes. I've never been there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool places um, that I'm going to get to go and yeah, those are some of the highlights that I'm definitely looking forward to, but there's so many. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited because uh, Spotsy is about an hour from some family. Uh, so I'm going to make okay. it to my very first U.S. Women's this year, and I can't wait. Oh, so um, cool. Be, yeah, yeah, and family time. Yeah, exactly. It's going to just be the best. The twofer. I know. That's <laughs> a weekend. Exactly. That'll be great times. <laughs> awesome. Well, this is all really great stuff. Do you have uh, any shout outs? Um, yeah, just shout out to everyone. Um, you know, thanks for listening and reading and, um, you know, hanging out. Thanks for my sponsors for being there for me. Mm-hmm. Got Innova, Pound, we have got a uh, flight towel, ground bound and savage apparel. Yeah. So we got, also have Adidas, um, Terex and just really amazing sponsors. Um, to my friends and family back home in Texas, just they're so supportive and proud of me. Thank you so much. Uh, just, yeah, shout out to all those guys. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for taking some time to speak with me. And, and best of luck to you this weekend at the Winter Time Open and then on to Vegas and, and away we go, I guess. <laughs> oh, definitely, Becca. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you this year at U.S. Women's as well. That'll yeah. be fun. And um, thank you so much. It was great chatting with you. Thank you for listening to the Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. Thank you again to Lisa Fakus for the conversation. If you like the podcast, if you would be so kind to rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform that you're listening on that helps people find the podcast. If you're interested in supporting us, you can go to our website, ladiesofthechains.com and click on the support button where you can support us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. I hope you all have a great few weeks. Get out, play some disc golf, and we'll see you here next time on Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast.